Hello and welcome back to the AP Sports Podcast. Um, it's an interesting um, topic that we've got for you on this episode. It's only going to be between you know myself and Chris. Um, and you know what we're looking to do is you know it's quite topical at the moment. Um, is discuss sort of the end of university. Obviously, you know it's a big three, four, even more um, in terms of years. And it's an exciting time, nervous time, you know, a lot of emotions happening and we're here sort of to discuss, highlight what we did, but also, you know, empathise and sympathise and, you know, it's quite relatable because um, obviously around this time last year, you know, me and Chris banged our heads together and we came up with mm-hmm. the idea of this and see where this really came from, really. Um, so, yeah, you know, as I said, sit back, relax and enjoy. <laughs> June time, May, June, everyone's finishing uni. Um, that was a year ago for me and Callum, where kind of an end of four years with a placement year and we're, you know, kind of going into the world in a sense. Um, and obviously there's loads of you guys who are doing that now. And it's obviously, some people find it like really easy transition. Some people find it very difficult. Um, and it's not as smooth as people think it's going to be. Um, and I think this episode's a great one to see and to show our two different journeys that me and Callum both mm-hmm. had. Definitely. Very completely separate. There's no, in no way it's relate. It's not even relatable to each other. It's nope. just so separate. And I think that helps with some people who are going to go maybe down the Callum journey or go down my journey. Um, but then we can relate and say how we felt after uni. Yep. How maybe my journeys were difficult and how Callum's finding his and, and kind of like what he would do if you look back and same with me. Um, but I think for people who aren't have been here before, actually, it'd be good to kind of just to, you explain very briefly, like where you how how you got the role, where you are, like just very quickly. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, as a quick overview, um, part of my course with Bournemouth University um, was to have a placement year. Obviously, did that after the second year um, and between final year. Um, and I went to a recruitment firm in the financial services. Uh, obviously, enjoyed my time there. It was cut short due to COVID, um, but at the same point, you know, made an impact. And they invited me back onto uh, for a full-time role, really, within the same team, same firm, same place in London. Um, so that was the idea of placement year for me. And obviously, I've ended up back there. So my time after uni was very much a. Um, you know, enjoying the moment in terms of the, the, the sort of month after. Um, I started working there actually part-time, which was uh, interesting because obviously three days of the week I was I was working full-time um, and then obviously the rest of it I was, you know, going to the beach, relaxing, being social, as you've got every right to be, you know, and just keeping yourself busy but also enjoying that free time that you've got. So I went back and obviously I'm still here, which is nice after, you know, coming up to a year now. Um, and all things are going very, very well. Um, but yeah, you know that was that was a very quick and easy overview of my, you know, time over the last year and what I did after uni, um, which is obviously very, very different to what Chris did, um, who is obviously, you know, uh, very chalk and cheese in terms of what we did. Yeah. So, Callum, as we said, went back to a company that he did his placement year in, and still there. I. I got I got approached to possibly go there. I to back to my other one that I went on placement year. I decided not to because I wanted to be in sport, and I ended up getting an internship, uh, which is mainly for undergrad students. But I got it as a grad, 
um, and then didn't get a full-time role. They kind of knew I wanted to do something else. Did a lot of networking, met some people, did work for free for a sponsorship agency, an acting agency based in Manchester virtually, and then ended up interviewing for loads of places and then did an internship for a company that I interviewed back in November and ended up now here I am at the same role. So like it was a very, uh, it was a very weird journey of having no work, very contractual work, free work, um, and then now to be a full-time role and only being in it for the last four months. So it's, it's interesting. A, it's a yeah. very, uh, as I said, you know, you look at that. There's always a picture of me that goes round, and there's a straight road, and I feel like that's the the route I took. Yeah. You know, it was all sort of laid out before me. Very true. And then you add the you know windy road that cuts back on itself. Yeah. There's a roundabout. You know, you, you go. Love these, I you? love it absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, all these analogies. You know, but it's the easiest way to picture it. Yeah. Um, you know, I went straight to to the place that looked after me, and I you know fit in. Um, it was the right place for me at this time. Um, and obviously, Chris decided to sort of window shop a little bit more and yeah. test the water, see what he liked, what he didn't like, um, and obviously then focus and hone in on the stuff that yeah. he did. And that's where he is now. And of course, like everyone's probably thinking now, yeah, talking about yourself, brilliant, whatever. What's the point of you guys sharing it or talking about me being a student or being a grad? Is that there? We it, there was feelings behind like the decisions I made and like how I felt by you know I didn't have a job and I was literally trying to network and talk to people on LinkedIn etc it's the middle of Covid as well yeah, Covid was still around and also everyone else had a job all my mates had a full time job yep. I was probably the only one who didn't um, and that obviously comes with challenges thinking like oh should I just rush into a job I don't like or you know you start thinking those which I'm sure students would be thinking like they're in a house and they think oh, you know, everyone's getting a job and I'm the only one that was like me as well like having a job mm-hmm. so I think it's good to address that and relate our experiences which are very different but then like just say it's okay and like we're there like we understand we've been that and we're still going through that um, so yeah that's what kind of the purpose of this episode is and most of the time it's, it's relatable again it always yeah, goes back 100%. to what everything about this podcast is meant to be is that we've been there and we're not like we're 10, 15 years after and we're preaching to you. You know, we've been there, we've done that. You know, it's still fresh in our minds. You know, we can still think back to the various emotions, you know, once you've handed the diss in to the, yeah. the job applications, to the job accepting, um, or the, you know, going on an internship, volunteer, volunteering, volunteering, volunteering yeah. we'll get there eventually. Um, and then even those that go traveling as well, you know, because sometimes it's good just to have a break, spread your wings and, now, if you're able to, you know, go travel and see the world a little bit exactly. as well. Um, but look, you know, obviously the main emotions, I think for me, you know, were a mixture of, you know, relief, you know, yeah. relief finally that the, the four years is done. I, I felt for me at the end, I was ready to go. Yeah. Um, I felt that, you know, especially it was a lot of it was virtually, um, you know, it was, it was time to sort of move on and spread the wings and, you know, yeah. go and see the big city. I've been by the beach for... Three or four though. years. No, Can't lovely beach. One of the someone. best beaches in Europe, but at the same <laughs> oh, point. Um, it's a huge statement. Um, you know, relief for that. That was finally done. Um, excitement at the next steps, I think, was a very, very key one for me. And then, you know, obviously, you know, the traditional, you know, scared, frightened, nervous. Yeah. What's going to happen? The big yeah. question mark. So, I think with the relief, you know, like everyone, I think at the start of uni, you probably think, oh, no, I will never want to leave. Like, you kind of go, like, oh, well, because I. You go out, socialise, all mm-hmm. that forever. Yeah. You get to like three or four years, depending on placement, yeah, and you will kind of be like, like I'm kind of ready to like 
get yeah. all that stuff. You kind of get out of your system. I had that. I had that taste of working on placement. I'm sort of like. I was ready to go back to see my friends and do the social yeah. stuff, but I wasn't ready to go back and, you know, it was the crunch year, wasn't it? Yeah, you got yeah. to do your dish, you got to do a lot yeah. more projects, consultancy 100%. work maybe. So, you know, I, was, I wasn't thrilled to go back, but at the same point, it was a nice opportunity and I was ready yeah. to, to go. Um, I mean, look, you know, as I said, you know, final university coursework's handed in and that relief was, it was so such a good yeah. feeling. You know, I remember pressing that button and going, that's it, it's done. Yeah. And then going, oh, What's now? Yeah, what, yeah. what do I do? You know, yeah, yeah. waking up the next day going, oh, I'll have a lion. Then what? Yeah, can I then so what? many lions? I mean, yeah, you know, and then it's the same four walls still. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, it's always interesting anyway. Um, but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, I think though, with the relief, you have like a bit of relief. You're like, hey, right, it's done. You have your fun and celebrate. You've done uni. But then, I mean, I had a bit where I was like, right, I kind of need to start thinking about work because if I left let's say like some people go okay what what did you do then what did you do because how long did you give yourself so I well no because I got the I got the tour whilst no don't get me wrong I did my finished uni I probably had two weeks where I think everyone was down in Bournemouth and like we all went out and did things yeah and I think everyone started to leave and I was one of the last people in the house and then that's when I started to like do more of the applying Mm -hmm. I applied throughout my last year I didn't go like okay right I'll leave it to the end I did it throughout. But you hadn't found anything. But I didn't find yet. anything yet. I so there you had that. Things I didn't want, and like, yeah, nothing stuck. Right? Yeah. And then the yeah, the European tour thing came up, and that was, I got literally a few weeks, oh, yeah, July, July last year. Hmm. So like, I had a couple of weeks where I went, you've got to, you have to like, relax for a bit. Like, is a university like this, with your module, especially if you're looking to get a certain grade, like, of course it takes it out on you, naturally. Yeah. But then, I think I started, and I was one of the people who was quite active and like, right, I need to start getting on with it. Like, I set a target saying, like, by summer I want to have a, I did have a job, yeah. let's say. Um, but it wasn't like intense where I was like, wake up at five, like six in the morning and like go to the gym and then like do it. Yeah. I was doing like, passively doing it anyway. Four hours a day or yeah. something, like spread out within a day. Well, I mean, you've had, I know, especially towards the end, if you haven't quite planned your time well, you're, you're doing 12, 15 hours on your dish. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if, and if you've done that, and if you've done your work a little bit more, you know, earlier and you were more, you know, rigid in your structure, it meant that you were doing still eight or nine hours a day on your dish. Yeah. So, and, well, I guess it's different for you because you knew that you got the job when so you finished I, or not. No, so I was still applying all year um, to other things yeah. and then colleague of mine or an ex-colleague reached out to me and went you know what are your thoughts about potentially coming back you know that, that was March April time so again you yeah. know it was still fairly late still exam coursework season yeah. but then I was like right okay I know this world I know I can go back into it yeah. and you know I need that job after uni I needed that structure for me yeah you know so it wasn't I took the first thing that came it was very much the you know, I, I know the company, I know the business, they were really good to me through my placement year. I got on really well with the team. And then they went, you know, what are you doing between you know, June and August? Because you're meant to start in August, start the first yeah, week. Yeah. And they went, do you want to work part-time? 
and I went yeah. absolutely that would be great you know and I wasn't in that team I was working for a different team at that point yeah. and it was just going back through them rec- recruitment fundamentals refreshing everything yeah. knowing the system stuff like but that I guess with that though you can feel like okay right I've got something I can not I don't have to worry too much. Yeah, it like, wasn't for me. It wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't anxious over it. I wasn't fretting. I wasn't stressed because I knew I had something lined up. It was more the accommodation to go to London, for instance. Yeah, that was yeah. the only stress for me. So, yeah, you know, I was working three days a week. I was off the other four, so I still had plenty of time to, you know, chill and do all the social stuff and you know relax and all that stuff. But I was still earning some money and I knew yeah. I was still getting the experience. So it meant that when I went back, I was yeah. fighting fit and ready to go. Basically like a pre-season. I did my pre-season and yeah. I went back yeah. and went basically, back to London. You basically got fit and ready to smash it out. Which yeah, which was which is always nice. Yeah, but I can imagine like when it got to towards the end of our actual degree, you felt like some people were maybe not panicking before they were thinking so far ahead which is great I think that's a good thing but they started thinking like like I, I kind of want to have a smooth transition I think everyone I don't know what I think it's sold like you have to have a smooth transition yeah like, it's kind of like you finish uni and You've like got two months something later there. it's like I've got a job well, well I knew people that started you know they finished in May, June yeah and then they started two weeks into June you know they had like yeah. four days off and, and then they went and moved to London or America or Australia and they they yeah. completely transformed and I'm not going to lie to you were. like when everyone's got a job you kind of like I, I feel like people I knew about it like so like, some people say like I've got a job like I managed to get one and like well you that, see it don't you you yeah, see it on LinkedIn you, yeah, you see it like, like oh when, I can't wait to start course. and like and you, it isn't a, a brag thing but no, it's sort of a just for them it's their journey right they're like okay right I've got my first job after uni like fair play and for your mates you celebrate it yeah. and you know you're happy for them but the same point is you know if you don't have that yeah. lined up it starts to eat away a bit more it's like what's yeah. happened am I not good enough what am I doing wrong how have they got one yeah you know, you don't want to be left behind. But then, yeah. you know, that's where your journey comes in a bit more because you know you can take your time. You know, over those two months that you've still got left at uni to really apply and keep going on. You know, you don't have to start in August like everyone else. You can start right. in September, December if you want. You want some more time off and go travelling. People did that. Yeah, nothing wrong um, with that at all. But yeah, it's. I think, and that's what the difference is. I guess is, I I didn't feel it. I maybe so. All the guys in my house got, I, I was a f- like four of us in the house, three of them all got jobs, mm-hmm. and they were all jobs that I didn't really have interest anyway, so like nothing wrong with that, that's fair enough, and they were happy, but there was occasionally like asking, like, oh, have you not applied stuff? I was like, no, I've applied, like I have done it. I'm not just sitting around. Yeah, I'm, about to say, yeah. I'm not just sitting around thinking it's going to come at me, um, and you kind of, I can imagine some people get more anxious than like, like I did, like I didn't get too bad. Because I kind of knew, like, no, I know what I want to do. It will happen. Yeah, well. I knew what I want to do. I've done my placement year, which I didn't feel super happy mm-hmm. compared to other jobs. Like, now I love my job. But, like, then I wasn't that happy with. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I couldn't do that full time. I'd probably just absolutely burn it out. So, I maybe had a bit more, like, no, I will find it. Like, and I will find it. And but that's your, that's your inner determination as well. You've got, yeah, you've got, to, you've got to have that sort of determination there to go and realise and be. Not sort of emotionally intelligent to go yeah. right. Okay, I know what's happening. I know I haven't got it, yeah. but I am gonna do it. I am, and it's not like oh, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. You know, yeah, I'm doing yeah. it today. I'm doing four hours or something today. Yeah. 
I know I've got applications going off. I know I'm looking and researching into what I want to do. Yeah. So you had a plan. There's always differences. Yeah, it wasn't you, a set plan, but it was like mentally I kind of like knew what to do and just stuck at it. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a lot of people who'd be like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, And then a, a job will approach them, which is, I always say, if it's a job that's approached you... Be careful. Like, be careful. I don't, I've had people who approach me, I rejected jobs, which is the other thing. So yeah. like, I personally knew I was um, employable... But I personally like reject the job. Well, don't accept the first one that yeah. comes your way. Like there were jobs like in completely different things, like in um, it was like sales and just like tech or whatever. And I was like, no, I know I don't want to do that. So like, but then that's why it gives you confidence to go. People actually would want me, but on the area that I want. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do to try and make people want me in the industry that I actually want? Yeah, which is what I did. So then I guess it gives you confidence there. But what did you do? In what? So- what? To make yourself, because obviously you get you're getting the roles come through, people asking you right. stuff about yeah, yeah. stuff that aren't what you want to do. Yeah. How did you then go right? Okay, so, I'm going I'm to make sure that it is sport related or it is, you know, aligned to that field that yeah. I want to do. So then, so LinkedIn was my best friend, as we keep shouting, yeah, we keep about. shouting about, and, and there's episodes of that, um, and the episode that's the Sam episode that's out by now, like by the time you listen, will be out. We know about mm-hmm. LinkedIn a little bit. And we'll probably do more about it. Yeah. Um, I made sure that my network was full of sport-based people, and mm-hmm. I connected with everyone I was interested in or wanted to do their job. Yeah. Then I basically messaged everyone I could think of. Again, don't be scared. Of. Don't be scared. Yeah. But also, like I can imagine, like you message those people, no one gets back to you. Mm-hmm. I can imagine some people are like, "Oh, what's the point? Sod this. I can't be asked." But I kept going and followed up, and people did get back. Said. Um, let's have a chat or said like I haven't got any they instantly knew maybe I was coming in for jobs and I yeah. didn't write the message like that and I explained I wasn't looking for a job desperately like, but I want to have a chat one of the first people I ever networked ever was Tamsin who I met um, yesterday Tamsin who I met in person for the first time in a year we connected for a year wow. she's one example that I she's in America she's from no she's French but lives in America and works for Under Armour right so I, you know, out of nowhere, we I messaged her about an internship. She randomly actually got back to me, and we stayed in touch. Like four Zoom calls within a year, or four or five. We've met in person. Like that's one success story of it. But like, there's loads of people who I messaged who never got back to me, or I've met once and maybe never ever responded to my, my other messages before. So, like, you don't, you can't get down about that. No. Because imagine, right? Think about it. You've got no job. All your mates, some people are going to be like this. There's no, you've got no job. All your mates have got jobs. They're all in London living together and they're loving it. All excited. All excited. All bragging all a little going bit. Out with, their new, with their new money and going out for restaurants and stuff, which is great. And you, I'm glad people are doing it and I'm happy for them. Uh, and then also you're messaging about 50, 20, 30 people a day or a week at mm-hmm. least. Yep. And they're not getting back to you. You're kind of like, well, what's the point? Like, uh, there's, some always, days, there's some days I was like, why am I doing it? It's like when you message your mates and you say you think yeah. they're mates and then they never get back to you. Yeah. Like, well, what, what's happened here? Other, you know? Yeah, like other things I did, like I, I would I'd write LinkedIn posts. I'd write about, um, even though I was working for free, I'd, I'd write about like we're doing sponsorship for sustainable sport. I'd write about it. Um, and some people joke around saying, like, why are you writing about extreme me? But like, I was just trying to prove that I'm interested mm-hmm. and it was interesting to me. And just, just kind of get people looking and talking. And they get like two reactions on LinkedIn, but I didn't care. Like, I just got on with it. Yeah. Um, so my my point of all of that is, imagine the worst scenario you could have is yeah, 
two people who are to a grad is no one's got everyone's got a job you haven't you know they're maybe in jobs that they don't want to do but they're in a job they're getting paid they're having fun they're going mm-hmm. out to London um, and you're messing with other people and they're not getting back to you it's not actually a massive problem it's a slow burner because it is a slow burner but like it, it literally in the next week someone messages and they might go oh so I'm meeting in London which I had yeah. and like and then it's sort of like oh wow okay people actually care when they talk to me or when, they, when you meet them they actually have good feedback about you say so like, you know you're really ambitious or like you've got the right mindset so it's not to worry about not to worry about well that's, the like thing is human, human nature is you'll always compare yourself yeah. to others and that's the blessing and the curse of I always think social media anyway yeah, yeah, cause for, which interesting I didn't do a lot of so I stopped really? going on I did less on Instagram I did like a I had a page to do about sport like my journey in sport didn't really do too much with it because I had my account to manage and then our podcast one yeah, the so I was like I'm not managing three accounts and then I was managing also the agency I worked for for free so that was like four too accounts much, yeah. I was like right I can't do this so I thought I'll make my personal account more like like this will be about my journey and stuff mm-hmm. but I didn't do a lot I didn't like post a lot I kind of just like forgot about it and just focused on maybe LinkedIn mainly yeah and I think you know that's the worst thing to do is to compare yourself to others though yeah. because as I said human nature is it is what it is you will always compare yeah. yourself to others everyone will always have more or less or whatever but it's the worst thing you can do as a grad because as we've always said everyone's journey is a little bit different yeah. not everyone's is as straightforward as mine Sorry. and not everyone's is as complicated or as windy as yours and yeah. I'm sure there's people out there that have had more complicated journeys but as yeah. I said you know if you're sitting at home kitchen even if you're writing your disc now and you're you know you're, you're sort of you know catching up yeah it's fine you'll get there yeah. focus I think the other problem to have at uni is if you focus too so let's say you're doing your, your, your disc and like our mm-hmm. last sports law exam we we're practicing for or like advising. Yeah. if you focus too much on like one side of I need to make sure I have a job right after I finish uni then you may affect how well you do on your disc because you're, yeah. you're you're changing it so you're going to balance it out like get it like time will tell like for your jobs and stuff relax like focus on your desk but it's good to have an eye out at least on other things as well it's always like good that. to window shop especially yeah. especially at the moment anyway you know there's there's plenty of roles out there um, you know and there'll be there'll be things probably coming up on our podcast you know and definitely check it out because previous uh, guests have come to us and gone you know we might have some roles and opportunities coming you know yeah, so true. again watch this space because you know, there'll be some more episodes on that as well and that'll be definitely helpful um, for those that maybe don't have something lined up or yeah. you know, are looking to see you know, what, what is there out there that can you know, be offered to them yeah exactly um, but now looking back because you can't change well you're not going to change where you're working now because you're doing well but like if you were to go back yeah probably say like it's going to be fine mm-hmm. what would you do differently I think like it's like it could be like LinkedIn. It could be mentally like not worry, or it could be go out and do more. For me, for me, I've always been very sort of structured in terms of you know in my personality. I'm quite laissez-faire, so yeah. you know I let things sort of. International. We're going. Um, you know, it's it's all very. It'll be okay, you know. I, I get stressed, but you know, I understand that I'm quite emotionally intelligent. So you like so, everything like lined up, like you know. Yeah, I, I like to, I like to know what's coming because at the end of the day, you know, I can I can plan for that, and that's that's me. I would, okay. I would prefer yeah. me to. 
be a bit more sort of on on the whim and let it go. So I would therefore, you know, if I went back, yeah, you know, I'd do the hard work in terms of the messaging people on LinkedIn, but I'd also go, you know, let's see what's out there a little bit more as well. Yeah. Now I know that's going to be difficult to do because obviously I'm a year past that. Yeah. Now, but course. back then I would go, you know, let's see what's out a little bit more. Um, you know, I like my job. I get on very well with my job. I love my team. Yeah. You know, but the same point is. You know, I, I think I didn't give it as much of a chance as probably you know other people did, like yourself. Yeah. You know, to really find out what you do like, what you don't like. Yeah. Try and build that network up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think that would be you know my my sort of top tip for those that do have things lined up. Yeah. You know, make sure you're still doing things on the side to, you know, if you're in a role that you're not quite looking forward to, but you know it's gonna it's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. You know, keep doing stuff on the side. Keep messaging those people. Keep get up to date with the research and stuff that's out there to stay up to date. So you're, mm-hmm. you're just knowledgeable, really. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what I would do. What would you do? What would you do what differently? Would I do differently. Because yours is more. You know yours is yours is way different to to mine. You know, mine's more of a straight road. So part of me, okay, I'll actually, so there was a time and a period where I had no job and it was in November, December. I was doing free work two days a week hmm. um, for the acting firm, Apostrophe Talent. And part of me thought, should have I gunned more for the European tour place, like the internship? Should I have gunned it, like, gone so hard at it yeah. that they had to... Give like, it more of a they, chance. Because I'm not like, there was a job after, not I left, but when I was coming to the end there was a job available hmm. and Chase who I worked with was leaving yeah um, and should I have been like do you know what I love partnership I could step management. into that I yeah. love partnership management I'm just gonna you know say I love it do it do it do it and prove to them I do it not lie but say like I want to do it 100% and get a job there no, be fully on board of it yeah you know give it a chance yeah and then had maybe a year let's say of working in that it's not a bad gig travel the world Working on the events, speak to the golfers, you know, golfers. work with some really good so people. Cool people and the agency stuff and all the agents I talked to, I loved it. Did I go in maybe saying too much or hinting that I, I didn't want to do partnership? Gave that aura perception that you I, weren't I mean, quite. Yeah. It and wasn't I, quite for I, you. Yeah, well, thing. I've been like, I enjoy it. I'm loving it. However, you know, is there a chance you can like make uh, you know help me meet um, Matt Wiley like at ICM Stella or help me meet one of the guys at Wasserman or like. And I and like I've been chatting with my dad about it, saying, "Did I do too much of it?" And he said, "You probably did, and like you learned from it." But is that saying that I would you change it? Well, this is the thing. So that's what I'm saying. In November, December, yeah, I was kind of like, hmm, because I would have started a job now. I'd have been, I'd have loved yeah. it still. Um, but but then I had I met some people who said we've got jobs in Jan coming up, so like potentially, and to be fair, all the interviews I had, I interviewed for I enjoyed the roles so as in like the interviews I had I knew that if I got the role I'd enjoy it mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like right we're in this there like, I got it's on. interesting because there's there's always sort of a, a three or four month gap yeah, between post uni where like everyone starts in June and August maybe yeah, September yeah. and then there's like nothing really happens between October and December yeah obviously dead, seasonal seasonal as well yeah. but and then more things open for January in terms of slots, in terms of internships, new grad roles. Yeah. Everyone gets a budget signed off. Yeah, That's why yeah, they exactly. open it back up. But, but like, of course, I was going like, okay, right, I'll get a job before November, December, Christmas. And it's going to November, December. I'm thinking, hmm. Like, where is it? Where is it? No. And I'm like a bit of a, not tit, but I feel like a bit like, uh, you know, I've said I'm going to get it and I haven't. 
and it's a bit of an ego boost. And then you get to Jan, you're like, okay, right, New Year, like just smash it out. And I did. Um, I was doing like the paid two days a week, mm. and then it was kind of like nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Actually, no, sorry. And then I got the, I got just the end of December. I got asked by Eddie, who's my boss, who said, "Do you want to do free work in New Year?" And I said, "Yeah." So I was like, "Okay, right, that's at least something." It was a full full time internship, so I was working yeah. every day in the week. So just right, got that set up. Okay, let's gun that. Like, go mental with it. Mm. And I did. Like, I is it fully remote? It was originally, then he wanted me to come into office, so that's why I right. went to the Marlborough a few times. But, yeah, would I change stuff? I wouldn't, because I love my job, and we'll do the episode where about my job and like what I do and how yeah. I got it, because it's sick. That'll be coming. But, like, um, I think the best thing that I did was that I, when it got to, I didn't expect to get the full-time role, like mm. the internships, everyone to know. I didn't go, like, I'm getting the full-time role, 100%. There, there could have been a role, we didn't, I didn't know. But my mentality when I was doing it was like, okay, let's just say I do a whole full year of just working for loads of people. Mm-hmm. Because then you kind of know me, don't like. I knew that I didn't want to be the partnership management person, like yep. running a campaign or a partnership. Didn't want to do sales. I did a little bit of recruitment. Of, I did, yeah. I, did, oh, well, I liked sales, but not recruitment in finance. Like, yep. That was one thing. I did a bit of sponsorship sales, which I enjoyed, but it was in sustainable stuff in, in sports. That's difficult. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, understand that and learn to call people. And then I did the acting stuff, which is really hard and learn how entertainment and acting is very hard to get a job, like giving roles to people on cruise ships. I'm like, right, that's very tough. But that's the area I'm kind of looking at in the sports sense. Yeah. Um, and then I worked with Eddie, which was a startup which is talent management again. I was doing the business sales stuff and making deals with our talent and I enjoyed that and I knew I wanted that's what I wanted mm. to do. I wanted to be an agent. Um, so, but I wouldn't have had that if I just did the European tour, gunned it, got the full-time role and yeah. then would I know what it actually feels like to be a talent agent, assistant or whatever? You, no. You could, you, could, you could argue it's destiny, you could argue that was the path you were meant yeah. to go on if you believe that type of thing. Yeah, but also, you know, yeah. you... You did the experience part. That was it. Yeah. You know, for you as a as a person and what you wanted to do, it was a uh, right. Yeah. I need to test this, test that. You know, volunteering, exactly. internships, and it's got you to where you are now. Yeah, but I think if you haven't got a full time <laughs> role, or even if you're thinking about right, do I want to get a full time role? I do think doing a whole. And by the way, only if you can. Like, I get some people with circumstances. Like, I knew you. You're from the Midlands. You had be, be like, careful. Well, you, no, be careful. No, no, no. no I'm joking. No, I'm, so joking like, I'm joking. You want to live in like you, no, no. I know, wanted to move. Yeah, I, it was, you, it was always in, in my plan that I was I was yeah. going to go to to London um, because that's where I wanted to 100%. be. And like I have grandparents in Surrey. Like my parents are overseas, but like I'll live with my grandparents for a bit and try and figure it out. And I was mainly all, out all the time meeting people. But like I was lucky enough that I had some sort of support there. But I hundred percent get that people can't do that. They can live at home, but they need to like go out and make money. I yeah. get it. There are ways, I think there's no excuse saying like, oh, it's impossible, I can't do it. I think you can, there's ways around it. But I understand like I was lucky enough to have that and backing from family. Yeah. But if you can do a whole year, I think, of like a three-month Testing the water. Three-month internship yeah. there. Or like do a three days a week working for one person paid and maybe two days a week for free, like in a different organisation that's completely different. I think you, under- you pick a lot of things from each other. Um, well you understand that. that every business is different and that's the thing yeah. you know you, you understand that everyone works differently there's different styles there's different things to understand to get your yeah. head around and you know being sort of the, the jack of all trades going into different businesses gave you more 
well-rounded perception, I think. Yeah, I think, I that's think what, so. I think um, that's what the main main sort of part of that you know, analogy is. Yeah, I think that was important as well, especially when we had a, a shorter internship for, for a placement. Yeah, I think... Well, yours was longer because they kept you on. They didn't keep me well, on. Well, it was on like, furlough, so they, oh, they, yeah, they, they, they yeah. technically oh, yeah, kept me on. But that's, that's where, you know, again, again, which we can be another thing, but, you know, you, you do things to keep yourself busy. So similar to when I was yeah. on furlough, when you've got that initial time after uni, you know, you do you know, more reading, more research, do some yeah. qualifications, maybe some extra courses, you know, you do X, Y, Z, really, yeah. just to keep yourself busy. Um, and that's where I want to sort of go to now what would you recommend students or people do you know once they've got that time off you know because it's sort of prom season now so you've got your A-levels done or you've got university you know you've just completed your degree so what would you recommend people do now you know you've got a bit of time off before maybe that next step or next role what would what would you do because I know what I did and I did after especially after A-level didn't do a lot I was yeah, waiting for university. Yeah. Well, I did a gap year, but that's beside the point. I yeah, yeah. Went, went to work straight away, similar to what I've done after uni. Yeah. You know, I've gone to work. Yeah. What would what you would say? I, what would we do? LinkedIn. It's, LinkedIn. It's probably the most obvious thing. Is now. Um, yeah, I have like a younger brother who finished uni, finished school, and the first thing I said to him was like, right, you want to look at finance differently. Mm. Get on LinkedIn and connect everyone. See, I think, I mean, this is where obviously this came up, well, this idea yeah. came up with. I think spitball with mates in terms of, you know, what what can we do to fill the time? Is there anything yeah. we can do? And that is that doesn't mean making money off stuff. It could be a free thing, it could yeah. be a service. I think that's, I think, thing. that's I, another problem is that people want to be thinking about the idea of what's keep busy is how to make the money. And that's great, you know, there's loads of that's stuff it. that you see, but I think that's the time to really upskill, you know, that could be learn that software. Yeah. You know, do that course. Do you know what I exactly do? I would have, if I was, um, if I just finished my A-levels and I wanted to work in sport, or any industry, this can be for anyone, I would do exactly what we're doing now. Because it would force, it would not force you, but it would make you talk to people in industry. Yeah. Now, people, like, granted, you have to message a lot of people, because some people will be thinking, a couple of guys finished uni, uh, school, yeah. or they've just started uni, they're not serious. However, if you do that, there are people who will, have an ego thing and want to come on a pod, then you're technically networking. Yeah, we're always up. I mean, and look how I many think, people we've met already. I or think that be unreal. I think if you were, if I finish A levels and I could do a podcast or a radio show, people do it at uni yeah. or something. A blog. And it can be like local. So let's say we're at Bournemouth. We try and get. We're on Bournemouth radio. Basically. Yeah. We'll try and get um, people from Bournemouth Football Club to come on different departments. Yeah, that's not what they do. Because then you're like, you're on, then you're learning what the clubs like. I hope you've copyrighted that. No, well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but but like that's that'd be quite cool. Of course, it, it forces would. you to meet people, and plus the amount of people who have asked on interviews about this, like what yeah. we're doing, actually quite crazy. Well, it's something to talk about as well. Yeah, you know, you're not just sitting around doing nothing, and that's if you want to do that, that's yeah. fine. Time so, to relax. But at the same point is, this yeah. is the time to separate yourself from those who have done the same course, same degree, because yeah. as much as they're your mates, they're also now, if you want to look at it in a more cynical way, your competition. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Especially for sport, which is competitive, as we're realising. No, so that's like my wacky idea. That's like the idea that if you want to go, whatever, just do it, you can do mm. that. I think that's quite cool. Yeah. What else i do, I would try and utilise if your family know anyone and try and talk Connections, to people. Now, yeah. I'm not saying like, oh... Dad knows a guy called Jack who works in sport. He's going to get me a job. Just as in, like, 
shadow or like go for a day or introductory um, chat again yeah you know, it's so, just it's just that connecting networking find it's finding information it's finding yeah. facts i so, think that's so it. like my brother who wants to do finance did one day at a trading place with like, dad's friend dad's friend or something like that helps like especially if you're just finished you're 18 mm-hmm. yeah. like that helps as well i think try to get other skills as well remember a lot of people said they um evelina yeah the bank yeah, didn't like yeah, it. Okay. Moved like, on. If you want to get a job before uni in the summer, that could be transferable. Think of what you're doing. If it's people facing, etc. Yeah. That's a good idea um, on that front. But I think what you want to do is, is a mindset thing. Because if you build your mindset early doors, yeah. okay, right, you're at uni, like your mindset will grow and change. But if you start in a great way, it'll just you know progress. And then let's say you're coming towards like you've just started uni like try and just practice being a bit more proactive or like not care what people think or that kind of thing yeah it's that it's that it is that mentality you know don't be scared yeah put yourself out there you know just again it's it's the first time especially for me that it's the first time in your life that you've not been told what to do yeah and that was that was the thing i think it was the most not necessarily scary, but it was the one that was like, right, you went through 18 years potentially of school yeah. where you got told to go in at half eight or nine, finish at three, 3.30, whatever. Yeah. You go to uni, again, you've got coursework to do, you've got exams to do. You finally yeah. do it and done it all. And either now you've gone to do your master's and more education, that's yeah. fine. But you will get to a point where you go, right, actually, I'm on my own. Mm. That's you're not true. because you can utilise various things that's yeah, what social yeah. media and the, uh, yeah. the connections family that type of thing but it is that first initial time that you're on your own and that's understandable to be scared and frightened yeah but also it's an opportunity as well you know? yeah it's the now now is the opportunity to go out and get that dream job or go out and get that dream experience or speak to that person that you want to speak to yeah. or need to speak to to progress and get into that world that you want to get into yeah and that that was the one that really sort of stuck with me was that i remember clicking that disc button waking up you know a couple of days later you know after relaxing and then going right now what because i I didn't have that temp job at the time i didn't wasn't working three days a week so it's like right what am i going to do i need Mm -hmm. to fill my time up with something yeah no that is true and i think but that's my own personality though i I didn't want to stay around and be left behind or anything like that but also the other thing that being being left behind is, I think it's very easy to feel that as well. Like you won't, you, but you won't be. You won't be. Like you have just. Like, I think to remember, like you've just maybe just finished uni. Like these people now are in June. Like you've only just finished. Yeah, you don't need to do twelve hours, fourteen yeah. hours a day of you you know, job searching. Yeah. Connecting. And also, you don't need a job next month. No. You don't need a job in two months. Like as in, I'm just, like you can go work at your do like your little like. Like working a pub or whatever and stuff I'm saying like a full time what you actually want to do mm-hmm. don't need to get it now and the question I would ask a lot of people um, is would you rather go get have a job tomorrow like get given a job tomorrow yeah. may not say that you like actually it's not saying that you like getting a job tomorrow right you may like enjoy it pay's okay pay's okay you enjoy it right and you're with a group big group of like mates and you'd be fine or would you rather do some free work an internship of a month it's on peanuts but then it's the job at the end of it you'll get a job that you actually it's want the long term thinking isn't it yeah and I think you're going to you'll rather enjoy the job that you actually want to do 
very rarely people come out of uni and go straight into sport. There's not yeah. because of how competitive it is, and yeah. that's the one yeah. that I've found, especially because I'm still in my you know recruitment firm, finance firm. You know, I'm still doing that. Yeah. You know, it's not that I don't like it. I do like it. I feel that I'm pretty good at it. But you know, I'm still doing yeah. and going through that, trying to find that position that I want to yeah. do. But in the, the sport ones world. who did get one, um, which we knew some at our uni, like at big marketing firms in in London, sport management firms, sport management well, firms yeah. They actually did somewhat internships in sport and their placement year was in sport and that's in an established place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they managed, but hang on, we say that, then Toby did an internship at Man United and didn't get a job at CAA later down the line. Yeah, so like, exactly. It's not guaranteed, but I'm just saying is those people who did get a job in straight away, they probably did stuff beforehand, which there's ways of getting around that, you know, you could have done stuff earlier, but there's ways of doing that at the minute where you you do some free work, you just bite the bullet for the job that you actually want to do. And that's exactly what's happened with me. Um, and it does pull off in the end. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stress about it too much. Definitely not. Definitely so yeah, not. 100%. Um, yeah, I think the overall key thing, if you are at uni, and you can reach out, I'm more than happy for people to reach out and say, like, oh, yeah, 100%, like, I'm in that boat now, what do I do? Or hopefully it goes like, do you know what, I'm glad I heard this. I feel more comfortable. Yeah, ask like, us oh, for great. advice. Yeah, or you know? you've heard, let's say, you're someone who's been surrounded by people like who, like Callum, who've gone straight into a job and you're the only one, and you're like, oh, Chris was like that and he does this job, sick. Like, okay, I know there's mm-hmm. light into the tunnel, don't like saying that, but there is hope. I think definitely reach out and let us know. I think it's important that we know it's helping. You can you can definitely still go and do the, the route that I've done and go get the job, but you've yeah. got to make sure that you do stuff on on the side a bit more. And I think that's the one. Yeah. You know, you you can't just get lost in the job, do the nine to five or however no. long it is, and then. That's another topic to talk about. Exactly, is, but is you know, there's as I said, it's all a good path. It's all interesting. Everyone is, as they always, is a bit cliche. Everyone's different, yeah, but exactly. they find their own way eventually. That's and true. as long as you've got. A little bit of a plan, a little bit of an idea of what you want to do and go into, um, then obviously that will help. And if you don't, then do what Chris did and I'll try, be, try I'll some things. Here is what people thought, who, like what people prefer, which journey. Yeah, it depends on. I think it depends on the mentality and mindset. I bet you to be a very big coloration, a color, coloration, coloration. No. No, what's the word? Correlation. There you go. Nailed it. There we are. Um, there's a correlation, correlation. between. The mindset of people who I'd like to know how it's split. Yeah, I'll be interested by that. I let us know. Yeah, let us know. Comment. Yeah, I'd rather have Callum's journey. Sounds great. Making better money than I imagine. <laughs> um, Hope. But, Fingers uh, crossed. But yeah, but I think it'd be interesting to see what the difference is. Um, but yeah, we'd really appreciate people let us know what they thought, think, and where their heads at. Especially mm-hmm. people who are who have just finished uni or starting it. It might mm-hmm. help. It may help. It may not. Yeah, it's, it's good to know. I mean, look, you know, you've listened to us sort of, you know, rabble, um, waffle at times, but also, you yeah. know, there's going to be some really good points in there. Um, as we've said before, it's relatable. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. We, we hope that it's uncovered a couple of things, eased a couple of worries, but at the same point, you know, um, there's life's a journey, as they say. Um, and, you know, we hope to hear you um, comment. Yeah see the comments read the comments but also 
catch us next time on the AP Sports Podcast. Yeah.